Welcome to Ignite Your Confidence for women in leadership who want to speak up and stand out. I'm your host, Karen Laus. Here you'll get all of the tips and tools that you need to stand out with unshakable confidence. Let's jump in to today's episode. Do you have a hard time saying no? Perhaps you accommodate everybody else at the expense of your own needs. Perhaps I know that this was me for a long time. I grew up in Minnesota and I do believe, although that I know this happens with a lot of women, but in particular, I know that my upbringing was you make everybody else happy. And unfortunately, the problem with that is that oftentimes what happens is we make everybody else happy at the expense of ourselves, or we don't even necessarily make everybody happy and we're still burnt out or feeling resentful and bitter. And the thing is, first of all, you're not alone. Most of us want to be liked and we hate disappointing people. So that's an, a natural thing. We end up saying yes to things that we didn't want to. And then again, being frustrated, resentful and annoyed. And it is such a prominent thing, but we need to figure out how to do this. So I have five tips for you on how to stop people-pleasing. And it's almost impossible to talk about how to avoid people-pleasing without talking about boundaries. And this is something that is absolutely critical to keep in mind that you have every right to set a boundary. So let's start with the number one tip because this is very much in alignment with boundaries and that is that you get to choose. And that may sound sort of ridiculous in some ways, but I think we all know intellectually that we have the power of self-agency, but a lot of us don't actually employ it. And the thing that you want to remember is that you always have a choice. Every single thing that you are doing right now has led or what has led to where you are now has started with a choice that you made. And I was thinking about this the other day when I was feeling frustrated and because I was doing all these things like most of you that are listening are doing all the time too, constantly running from one thing to the next and feeling a little bit frustrated. And I was thinking I had to stop and look at myself and say, everything that you are doing started with a choice that you made to say yes. And this is really hard for those of us that are have the whole FOMO issue. We always want to, and again, just for anybody who doesn't know what that is, fear of missing out, FOMO. And this is a huge thing for me. I want to be in all the things. And the hardest part about that, anything related to people pleasing, is that we can tend to get burnt out. So the first step is you remembering that you get to choose. You have the power of self-agency. Choice is available to you. And that is something to remember. I want to tell you a story related to choice, which might surprise some of you, but this was back when I was in the middle of being single, first of all, dating someone that I really loved, and he is now my husband. But I had a pretty powerful insight that happened when my therapist asked me when I was trying to make a decision, do I want to be with Chris? Do I not? And he said, well, what do you want? And I said, well, I don't know what Chris wants. And he said, Karen, what do you want? And it reminded me of that scene from the notebook where Ryan Gosling says, what do you want? And she can't decide. But here's the thing. The power of that question was so good because something woke me up. 
And I realized that I had been believing most of my life that in a relationship, the guy is the one that made the decisions and the choices. And I had to go along with that. Sadly, that is how I was raised. So that is what was modeled to me. And when these things happen, these are really important to look at your past and get a sense of, wow, okay, I'm wired this way. So how do I unwire? It's like changing a computer operating system. And that's really what we're doing here. So remember, number one, you get to choose. The choice is yours. The second one, number two, is remember that no is always an option. No is a complete sentence. Yet, sometimes it's hard to say no. My suggestion would be when somebody asks you to do something and your gut reaction is no or ooh, <laughs> I don't want to do that, but your normal reaction is yes, stop, pause, and say to yourself, no. Say to yourself first, no, thank you. I'm not going to do that. Starting by saying it yourself is a way for you to practice what this is like. When we get in the practice mode, and the cool thing, by the way, about our brains is that our brain doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's not. So when we practice something, and by the way, this is why role plays are so powerful, when we practice saying no, even if it's starting with ourselves, and I'm not saying say no to yourself, but what I'm saying is practice this when somebody asks you to do something or to, it's usually when somebody asks us to do something, but that's what I'd recommend. So number one, you get to choose. Number two, no is always an option. And one of the things that I think about, so I've had people say to me, yeah, but my boss wants me to do this. How do I say no to my boss? Well, you educate your boss a little bit in the most respectful of ways. This is called managing up. When your boss asks you to do something and you've got 10 other priorities and she's asking you to do one more thing, stop and say to her before you say, well, I know you're not going to just say no to your boss immediately, but before you say, oh, sure, I'll do that. Stop, ask your boss or tell your boss rather, hey, I am, I've got 10 other things that are on my plate right now and I'm happy to do that, but which of the other 10 would you like me to put off? Because in order to do this additional responsibility at this moment, I'm going to have to eliminate something. I'm not going to be able to get all of these things done in the timeline that we had expected. So you're essentially helping them to understand. And when I managed people for many years, it was so appreciated when somebody would do that because a lot of times I didn't know the day-to-day -day ins and out of what they were doing. And so when they would tell me in detail, hey, look, I can't do that. And then, or they would, they would, I mean, thankfully I had good relationships with my team, but they would be able to say, hey, this isn't possible because of this, or how do you want me to manage this? And that can then at least open up a conversation. And in fact, I'm thinking about a friend of mine years ago who used to say, it's so annoying. My boss is always asking me to do stuff. And I would say, well, do you say yes when he asks you to? And she said, well, yeah, he's my boss. And I was laughing going, you know, <laughs> if I were a boss <laughs> of, of, a, of people, <laughs> I would also continue to give them things to do if they kept saying yes. People aren't going to know until you say no. People aren't going to know about what's going on for you until you say no. So 
Let's move on and talk about the third one. This is a sentence prompt to help you. For example, let's say somebody asks you to do something and you don't want to say no, but you don't really want to say yes. One of the things that you can do, especially if you're, if the first thing is to do is stop yourself and say, in this situation, let's say they're asking you to choose this thing or that thing. Do you have a preference is the first question. And if you don't, then tell people that. So for example, what this looks like and actually sounds like in conversation is my preference is this, or I would prefer this. And if you don't have a preference to say, I don't have a preference and here's my vote, that could be another way to look at it. Or you could, yeah, you could simply say, and, or, but in this case, I feel like, but is not that big of a deal to say it in that context. But the point here is to say my preference or my vote so that you're coming across as clear and defined because too often, especially for those of us that grew up with this whole people pleasing aspect in our lives and it's so wired in who we are, it takes a lot of habit and intention to break that. So having these sentence prompts at the ready can be really helpful. My preferences or my vote is. And then the fourth one is never say yes immediately. A great phrase to have at the ready is let me get back to you. That gives you a moment to pause. It acknowledges their request, but you haven't committed to anything yet. And that will give you time to think about whether it's something that you want to do. You could also say, let me check my schedule and get back to you. But something is delaying the response. Because if you if you typically say yes, you have a knee-jerk reaction to say yes. First of all, again, remember, practice saying no when you first get a request. And then remember, you can take some time. And that's where I would give even a delay of a few seconds can be helpful, especially when we're starting this. And by the way, it's really important to keep in mind when you start setting boundaries, people are going to notice and some people are not going to be very happy because they're used to you saying yes, but it is not your responsibility to say yes to everybody else's needs. You have to remember that you have needs as well. So the fifth one is to communicate your limits. And this is similar to what we've been talking about related to boundaries. Maybe it's something like, I'm not able to watch your kids for the whole evening, but I could come over for an hour. Would that be helpful? Or I'm not able to give you a ride to the airport this time, but feel free to ask me again. Now that's if you want them to ask you again. Or it's something like, I checked my schedule and I'm I'm honestly overcommitted. I'm not able to do it. Or <laughs> what some people are saying is I'm at my I'm at capacity and I'm unable to do it. You got to find what works for you, but it is fun to start practicing some of these sentences and the sentence prompts to give you more confidence when you're responding to people. And one of the things that I remember, so years back, I was, when I first started my coaching practice back in 2003, when I left corporate, I had a background of HR and I had lots of career coaching clients that I was working with. Well, let's put it this way. Let's go pre before I started my business. That's important to keep in mind in this story because I, I had my friends that would ask me to review their resumes and I thought, no problem. 
But then when I left corporate to do this, I couldn't keep working for free to help people. So it was actually a wonderful therapist at the time that helped me with a sentence prompt. And I'm so proud of myself, although it was so hard when I first did it. But to be able to say to her felt so empowering. And here's what I said. I said, hey, so-and-so, we'll call her Sue. Sue, I would love to help you with your resume. And now because I do this for a living, this is how much I charge per hour. I'm happy to do it, but I want you to know that I'm charging now. Would you like to have me do it at that rate? Well, she said no, which is fine. I'm glad that she said what she needed. And yet the other thing that I did that I'm really happy with, and you can do the same thing, I suggested or I told her, I made an offer, basically. I said, I'm happy to send you my resume template so you can use that. And then I was able to give her something to use, but I didn't have to do any work for free anymore. I'm a huge fan of making sure that you communicate your rates and saying no to doing things for free. So let's recap. Remember, you get to choose. Number two, no is an option. Number three, say things like my preferences or my vote is. And number four, never say yes immediately. Say, let me get back to you. And then number five, communicate your limits. Say what you can do and what you can't do. Keep in mind, like Brene Brown says, clear is kind, unclear is unkind. When we can focus on clarity, even if we know that it might disappoint someone, at least you've set your limits and they know. There's no wondering, there's no wishy-washiness, and there's nothing worse than somebody who's wishy-washy and you're trying to figure out, is that a yes or is that a no? It's very unclear. So we want to be clear and kind. Thank you for listening, everybody. And keep in mind, if you need a speaker, I would love to speak at your event. Or if you know somebody that you could introduce me to, I would absolutely love and appreciate an introduction so that we can elevate and advance more women. You may know, and if you don't, I'm going to tell you right now that I am on a mission to eradicate self-doubt in 10 million women in the next 10 years. If you would like to be an ambassador on this mission with me, please reach out karen at karenlaus.com or you can go to my website, karenlaus.com and you'll see the 10 and 10 in the navigation buttons. So have a wonderful day or evening. And that's a wrap of another episode of Ignite Your Confidence. I'm your host, Karen Laus. Thank you so much for listening. If you love today's episode, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps other people find the podcast faster and it certainly helps me. If you're interested in more tips and tools around confidence, please join me over in my Facebook group called Ignite Your Confidence with Karen Laus. Remember, you too can stand out with unshakable confidence. <laughs>